2023 is upon us and it is time for the second ever state of the NATO nation. What a change has been so profound that I look full at the problem in the face. Like, okay, insomnia, do your worst. I'm not running from you. I'm not going to be scared. It's just something that's just so simple. Like the truth, the truth has to be simple. Otherwise, it's not the truth. I was so trapped in my head before. When I say my whole life changed, like my whole life changed. I'm Coach Daniel, and this is a Sleep Coach School. So glad you're here. Welcome. This is going to be a different type of episode. It is the second ever State of the Nation in which we're not going to do any teaching actually around the inner struggles, but rather we're going to take a look at the year behind us and see if what was predicted or the initiatives for 2023 came through or we follow through upon them or not. And then we're going to look forward and see kind of like what's in the future for the movement, for the NATO nation. I hope you'll find this really enjoyable. I really intend this to be more of a relaxed type of episode where you can just maybe have a glass of wine or uh, some tea or whatever you enjoy. Just like sit back, relax, and hopefully you'll find it interesting to see how I see everything. But yeah, getting it more practical, I did create like four topics that I really want to talk about. Firstly, a look back at the 2022 state of the NATO nation. I just rewatched that episode the other day and I want to look back and see what has changed since then. And I had these kind of like three visions for this year and we're going to see if we followed through on that or not. And then we're going to look at another really interesting topic. I think at some point, this was probably close to a year ago, I was thinking of how we are in this, what I feel kind of like this interesting, like bubbling space where things are things are about to happen. There are sleep coaches coming through our program and outside of our program as well that are starting to do really interesting work. And it, it's sort of like there's an industry that is forming. I don't particularly like the word industry because it sounds sort of like manufacturing or something like that. That's to me like an industry, but it has a ring to it that I don't particularly think fits with us. So I like the word space, but it, it's really the same thing, right? I, I call it a space industry, but really it's the same thing, right? But at some point I was thinking there must have been people who studied like how a space like ours evolves over time from being this kind of small community of people doing some new type of work until it becomes like mainstream and then until it maybe is overtaken by something else. And of course, people have studied these. This There is something called the life cycle of a service or product. And I really wanted to take the opportunity to contextualize where we are at, where I see our movement in the life cycle of a product or service. I hope you'll find this really interesting. I did. And then we're going to just compare numbers by numbers of the revenue that the various services we sell generated last year compared to this year and see in the, kind of what is the state of the nation? How are we doing in terms of like revenue? And that's, of course, very important because if we cannot sell education and support, then there's never going to be an alternative to things that are easy to sell, which are supplements and gadgets and things of that nature. And then we're going to look at initiatives for 2024, some things that I'm 
very excited about and very excited about sharing with you, of course. So yeah, that's kind of the outline for today. And of course, you can jump some sections that are not interesting to you, but I, I hope you'll stay for the, for the duration of this. I hope you'll find it interesting. So yes, number one, a look back at the 2022 state of the NATO nation. And what I talked about last year was how I had found that like our philosophy had really matured. There had been kind of a great leap in understanding, I felt, last year. And this year, I feel things are a little bit different than last year. I think our like our philosophy has not really changed that much. Our understanding hasn't evolved that much, which I think speaks more to the fact that it has become more mature and more solid rather than us not really innovating much more in that space. I don't think it's that. I think it's that our understanding of insomnia has really become quite solid. And so the philosophy hasn't really changed that much. Like our teaching points, the analogies we use and, and things of that nature, I don't see that much change from last year. I will say there are two exceptions to this. I think there are two really foundational concepts that were described this year. And one is the two NATO principles, which is if, if you haven't seen the newsletter or, or the, the videos on this here, are the principles of effortlessness, which says that everything we want in life, peaceful sleep, peace of mind, are effortless. Like they, they require no effort. They have no requirements. They happen by themselves. And the principle of survival, which says that everything that is alive is designed for survival, the roots of a tree, the wings of an insect, our thoughts, our emotions, everything is based on survival. It's, it's The principle of survival is really is really the same, if you will, as what's called evolutionary psychology. There's a whole branch of psychology called evolutionary psychology that kind of explains our inner experiences in the context of evolution and survival. And then the effortlessness principle really is based on these kind of ancient truths that we find in like Stoicism and Buddhist philosophy and yoga philosophy. So in a way, NATO is built in this kind of East and West in some way, like the truth that we find predominantly in kind of Eastern philosophy and then evolutionary psychology that is a little bit more Western thought. So anyway, those, I really found that everything we teach is based on these two principles, the principle of effortlessness and the principle of survival. And I think that was really important because that gives us like a really solid, like underpinning, a really nice foundation, like principles upon which can which we can build i said build when i said build but then i also said that perhaps there isn't much more kind of innovation to happen i think it's a truth with the modification like i think our understanding of insomnia is very solid but there's still a lot of work to be done firstly expanding this to other inner struggles ocd social phobia chronic fatigue syndrome chronic pain like there's a whole bunch of contextualization work to be done and I also had a very interesting long format talk with Alina on her channel, Fearless Sleep. And we talked about contextualizing the teachings for different like personality types. Some of us are, are more like deep thinkers and that can get us into some difficulties or some of us are more like anxious. Some of us are more like self-critical, sad, and, and, we, and that's not... That in itself is not like our personality, but we can, we can all have different like temperaments and contextualizing everything we know for different te temperaments. Like you can see there is a lot of work to be done and all this can be like 
underpinned by these principles. That's I think that's really nice. And the other teaching that stood out from this year to me was the token and tokenization teaching, where a token is something inherently safe, something that cannot harm us, but that the brain has started to uh, think of as a danger. Like in, in insomnia, the token is wakefulness. Wakefulness is harmless, but the brain has started to think of it as something dangerous. And I th for just to give you an example, like health anxiety, I think the, the kind of key token there is uncertainty, like health, uncertainty about health. It's uncertainty in itself is completely harmless. That's something we all live with every day, but that the brain can mistakenly start to think of as a danger, something unacceptable. So each inner struggle, I think, has a primary token, and there can be many other kind of secondary tokens or other tokens, but that's a token, and tokenization is the process of how something becomes tokenized, how something goes from something we don't even think of as harmful or dangerous, but becomes that, it becomes tokenized. And emotions are often tokenized or really are always tokenized when it comes to an internal struggle. But anyway, not to get into the weeds of the teaching, I want to say that these two uh, concepts, I think, stood out from this year. But generally speaking, our understanding has not developed that much this year. So that was, again, like this was all about comparing what I said last year to today. And now last year, I talked about three initiatives. And that was within magazine, Sleep Whisper, and Wabi Sabi. Now, within magazine is an online magazine where we talk about how the principles that we can learn from the struggle with insomnia or any internal struggle really actually governs the experience of life in general. And within magazine, it was, you know, thoughts, it was really sort of a lifestyle magazine where we see how these principles apply to everyday life. That was the thought, but I will say that it hasn't really, we haven't really followed through on, on with the magazine. It has stalled for now, but it, at some point we'll start working on this again. Now, the reason for that was that my idea was that it was going to be more like a, a platform and people from the community like yourself could like, submit an article and myself and Sonia, who are, who, who are editors, would like edit, give some pointers and then publish. But it was harder than I thought to kind of like get people engaged. But I understand that writing an article needs a lot of commitment. So with the magazine sort of in pause right now, but at some point we will bring that back to life. Sleep Whisper is a, a docu-series. And the idea is to document closely how someone uh, takes this journey from having trouble sleeping, insomnia, to leaving that struggle. And so I've actually flown to Florida twice to film locally. And it's been David Powers, uh, Benzo coach David Powers, who is also very interested in filming, who's done all the technical aspects of this. So I talked about this last year, and this is very much an ongoing effort. So this one we are following through on. Sleepers we are following through on, but we have not gotten close actually even to fi finalizing the pilot episode but we're working on that wabi sabi was or is an initiative to bring everything we know about insomnia when it comes to adults to a, a family where there's a sleep struggle at bedtime and this is also like we were putting out some youtube videos we have actually worked 
we're very, we, we have actually a, a program, like an online program, and we have an app too, but it's, there's so many other things that have taken precedence. So WabiSab is also a little bit on pause mode. Those looking back at 2022's State of the Nato Nation. And with that said, we are going to move to the second section of this year's State of the Nato Nation. And this is sleep coaching in the life cycle of a service and or slash product. Now, if you think about something like I read about a, the CD-ROM, some of you may be so young that you don't even remember that, but the CD was really revolutionary when it came out and, and it replaced cassette tapes. When I was a kid growing up, like cassettes or what do you call it? A vinyl, vinyl. those LPs were really where, where we listened to music, but then the CD came out and the CD was had a kind of an introduction phase. First, the CDs are introduced and people don't really know what they are. They're kind of skeptical. Now I'll stick with what I have. But eventually people realize there are a lot of benefits to CDs and they start adopting them. So the introductory phase is when people don't even know about it and whoever comes up with, for example, CDs has to kind of really educate people until they see that this is better than what we had before, right? And then there's a growth phase and suddenly like quickly CDs are replacing cassettes, replacing LPs. And then it's there's kind of a maturity stage where there aren't really many more new customers. Everybody knew, knows that CDs are superior. And then there's a decline when something new comes around, like the MP3 player, right? And each phase has kind of different characteristics. And the introduction phase is characterized by, you know, a lot of efforts trying to educate uh, the public about the, this kind of new service or product that you have. Uh, growth is, you know, characterized by like growing, hiring more people, like revenue is growing, marketing is growing, everything is just kind of getting larger. And maturity is like, okay, you're kind of at a, as a, at a plateau and the decline is like when something else comes around and then the decline is characterized by you now have to like lower prices. You're now really competing with other people for like the little market share that is left. It's kind of like something like that. Where is sleep coaching in on this spectrum? Well, I think it's squarely in the introduction phase. No question about it. The market is unaware. I think that is a huge understatement. Like you belong to the point, point 0.0001% or something like that of everyone who has a struggle with sleep, who has found sleep coaching as we know it. So the market is very, very much unaware. Something else that, that characterizes this introduction phase is rapid innovation. And it, it may not appear that there's much innovation happening, but there really is. For example, like our app, Bedtime has gone through like five iterations with many, many changes in its appearance and kind of the delivery system. And for example, now we just introduced like our AI assistant, Ellie, and the immunity program has gone through iterations itself. And so, so there's a lot of, a lot of things happening in the space and people like coach Joseph is, he has kind of his program and his method and Beth has, has mind, body, sleep. We're, we're all trying to figure out how to best deliver the teachings. So there is rapid innovation happening for sure. There's a lot of iterations and the interaction phase of a of product or life cycle often is, is characterized by a, actually a great deal of cooperation between people who would look to be competitors. And this is actually very, very natural because when such a small percentage of the, the market, the potential people that could benefit from your product or service know about it, it benefits everyone in the space 
that more and more people get to know about it. So it's very natural. Some, sometimes people are surprised, like how, like you guys seem so be so, so nice to each other. Everybody's all sleep coaches are just like friends and you send each other clients, you refer to each other and things of that nature. And that's, yeah, partly because we are very, very nice people, but it's also because it's a natural part of this introductory phase. And it's actually, I think probably the most enjoyable phase in, in, in a cycle because of this, the, the collaboration and the energy and everybody's just trying to reach people and helping each other, et cetera, et cetera. So I think definitely sleep coaching is in the introduction phase and we'll see, you know, it, it will probably take many state of the NATO nation addresses before I'll say that I think we're in the growth phase, but you never know. But I thought this, this was interesting and I'll definitely comment on this going forward where we are in terms of the life cycle of a new service or product. And now before we go on to number three here, I, I just want to share something else. And this is more like, you know, occasionally I have these visions uh, in lack of a better word of things that could be done in our space where the core of course is sleep coaching, right? Like the core of everything we do is educating, providing support for someone who has trouble sleeping, right? Now, there could be a lot of growth in terms of like expanding this to other inner struggles, but there could also be other opportunities that are more peripheral, in lack of a better word, to the, the kind of the core of coaching. And sometimes I, I see that, oh, wow, this could be a whole new part of the space. This could be a profession for somebody. This could be a side gig. This could be side. This could be how somebody makes a living, not only makes a living, but does really well and builds something fantastic. And just to give you an idea, there was some thoughts, some things I thought about, like, for example, book publishing, you know, I saw that, what's her name? The great teacher there, Pema Chodron. Pema Chodron, her books are published by Shambhala Press, which I haven't studied that. But when I saw that, I was like, aha, I think this book publisher is for really for authors that are maybe even just this kind of section, this line of like Buddhist teaching that Pema is teaching. Maybe they have their own book publisher, which can be so nice because if you love Pema Chodron's work, for example, you can be like, aha, Shambhala Press, I should, I'm going to look for more books that are by Shambhala Press and they'll probably resonate with me. That could be something somebody could be like creating like a, a book publisher that really only works with authors that have our type of understanding of the inner struggles. Thought about that one. Promoter, I thought this was kind of a low hanging fruit for anyone that has an interest in the inner work, just spiritual teachings, or what we always talk about in our space. Somebody who has an interest in this and maybe has some social media following could easily become a promoter. What do I mean by that? Well, that person could be like, hey, Daniel, I'm setting up like a two hour Zoom based class and I want you and I want, I won't say Drew Lins a lot from The Anxious Truth, you know, and I'm going to charge this much for it and it's going to be this many people. Are you interested in doing this? That's very interesting for someone like me because somebody has already done all the groundwork, all the legwork, and then I can come in and do a little talk or do a Q&A session and the revenue from this could be shared. So the promoter, it keeps some of that and some goes to the guests, right? And I was like, that could be a whole, that could be, many people could potentially make a living just creating these like small group discussions when that could be a thing, you know, industry magazines. I was at this Christmas party with, with our friends here locally and 
where we, we were actually celebrating in somebody's workspace and they had this like golf magazine lying around with this golfer posing, you know, he was holding his golf club like that and, you know, with his cap and looking cool and whatever. And, and then there was like, he was featured and there were other articles about golf in the magazine. I was like, this could be a thing, you know, this could be a thing for, you know, for sleep coaching, anxiety coaching. It could be for even, even more niched down. It could be like, this is just for sleep coaching for teens, you know, sleep coaching for another su subset, you know, or you could have an industry magazine just for this, or you could have multiple competing industry magazines. I'm sure there's not just one golf magazine, right? There's multiple, right? So that's another thing I thought about that could be really interesting. A course platform was something else I thought about where if you think about like Coursera, which is this huge platform, right? It's it's not really, you, you can find anything there which can be an asset or it can be a liability. Some people may specifically look for the type of teaching, type of understanding that we have here and look for a course on that OCD or fear of flying or something like that, right? And if somebody creates a course catalog that anyone interested in course knows immediately like, okay, this course is going to be like resonate with me. That could be really valuable. And, and, and again, somebody could come to somebody like myself. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I would necessarily immediately say like, of course, but it would be interesting for someone like me, or, or I'm sure for many of our coaches to be approached and said like, Hey, I would like to buy a course from you on this. And then they're going to sell it there or something like I'm going to, you can host my, you can host your, host your course here. And you'll get a percentage of of the revenue of that like that's another idea i had or live events now after quite a bit after COVID, people are gathering again in, in real life and similarly to the promoter idea if somebody was like to set up like a, a summit let's say we're gonna have like a kind of a, an inner inner journey type summit we're gonna have coach uh, coach veronica is gonna be there from the sleep coach school we're gonna have coach so and so from from ocd recovery is gonna be there and, and, and you know who knows? Like they could, they could be like a whole host of things being done again, kind of a, a, in our space and not exactly sleep coaching, but around our space. I think there is a lot that can happen here that, that, that will be super, super interesting when it starts to happen. So yeah, with that said, uh, let us go to our next topic, which is just comparing numbers, looking at numbers. Last, last year, I share that book sales were about 1500 per month. Now they're about 1700 per month. Not much change, but a little bit trending up there. Now, the Sleep Coach School, which we, we sell our Insomnia Immunity Program, which is a group coaching program. We have coach certification and we have like individual calls. That over the last, so, so I'm doing the same thing I did last year. I'm looking at the preceding like two months. And that has gone from about 15,000 to about 21,000. So definitely some growth there. And similarly, when it comes to bedtime, in which we now have like two, actually two programs within it, we have the the lower cost program where you have LE support, A support, and then the, the sleep coach setup where you have an actual human coach as well as LE. And so revenue from that has gone from 4,500 to 7,000 per month or so. So the overall change has been about like a little bit over 20,000 to just about 30,000, which is a 50% increase year on year, which is quite significant. And that's again, super helpful because now we can focus on not only just kind of like we're kind of, we're surviving, but we can improve the quality of videos, like find a video editor, we can start doing marketing, we can hire somebody to do blog for us and things of that nature. So really nice and helpful. Now, 
finally, initiatives for next year. And here I wrote down a, a five. I'm, I'm already like thinking about like next year's state of that nation, how I'm going to be like, you know, did we really do all this or not? But anyway, I want this to be kind of like inspiring. I really want to share everything that's on my mind and everything that I hope we can do going forward. And the first one is that I want to share out of actually five is po the post-immunity program. And here's a little backstory. V very often people have said, hey, Daniel, I think, I think I'm ready to graduate from bedtime or from the insomnia program. And I, I wish you had sort of like a step down or something like that was, that didn't cost as much. And that was like, that didn't necessarily involve that much coaching, but I still want to be in touch, something like that. That's happened. That's people have asked me about that several times and that's been on my mind. And then I went to Florida to film for the Sleep Whisperer, uh, which is our docu-series and that's our uh, working title is the Sleep Whisperer. But David Powers, who started his own group coaching program for Benzo Recovery, he made, he showed me what he was doing and he I kind of got, a, got an idea and it was quite different from our insomnia immunity program in a sense that in his program, people were talking about like gardening, they were talking about like their arts and crafts, and they were talking about life in general. And he actually had it divided so that there was one section of the kind of text, the, the text-based group coaching software there, where there was specifically only kind of supportive comments, like you just kind of like share positives and things of that nature. And then there was another, we had said like, kind of like trigger alert, like this is where we talk about things being difficult, but that gave me this idea. I was like, okay, this is very interesting. And he charges only, I think like $39 a month or something like that. And he has like a hundred students there. So in my mind, it's like, this is very interesting. You can actually have a large group of people and you don't have to charge that much because you've created it in a way that it's not really so much coaching uh, because the people may not be like needing that intense kind of coaching, but you can create like a supportive atmosphere where people can come together and share share life experiences in a different way than we have it. Let's put it that way. And I was like, okay, what we can do here is we can create something similar. So somebody who's who's gone through one of our programs or, or, or maybe not, just somebody who's found that my struggle with insomnia is not really there anymore, but I still would like some community with people who've gone through this and people who are interested in taking what they've learned from the sleep struggle to other aspects of life and coming together in, in, in that sense. And I was like, I think this is something we should be doing. So I'm really hoping to launch this post-immunity program. And it would be something like, again, much lower cost than our the programs we have for someone who's struggling with insomnia, but still provide a lot of value and like kind of like the lifelong journey, kind of like something like that, you know, coming together to like really learn from the struggle in a way that can be really helpful for life in general. Something like that is the post-immunity program that I hope, really hope to launch sometime in 2024. Now, something that is in the works is our first franchise, actually. And this is going to be a, a franchise to, we would take the insomnia immunity program, the coach certification program, essentially everything we've done with the sleep coach school, translated to another language. And the owner is a franchisee and we're the franchisor. And we're in talks with somebody who's who's very interested in this. And I'm sharing this because I think it definitely is going to happen next year. And I'm not going to share what language is going to be or the details because it's not finalized. But this is an initiative for 2024. And 
thinking beyond that, I'm really curious about this being a potential, you know, way we can really grow the the movement into other languages, like a franchise model. Very interesting to me. So I want to share that. And Sleep Whisper, of course, is this docuseries that we hope maybe Netflix or Amazon or who, I don't know, somebody will pick up and it will become like an ongoing series where we can learn in a different way than we do in the kind of the success stories that we have on our channel, because they're they're, they're compressed into like a 45 minute story where you don't really get to see all the ups and downs, the the bumpy journey in the true sense that it unfolds over many months, you know, so the sleep whisper, I think can, can really be educational and inspirational at the same time, and also bring more people to, to find our movement. So sleep whisper is an ongoing initiative. And then I have two more. I'm saving kind of the, the one I'm maybe most excited about for last, actually. And number four is apparel. Some of you may remember that I think two and a half, three years ago, I had this hoodie where it said like, so natto, and I had a t-shirt and nobody was really interested. So I, I took that down, but now I, I thought more about it. And here's how I think about it. If you think about like the clothes we wear, to some degree, we communicate with our with the clothes we wear and the brands we wear somebody who wears a nike and nike swoosh probably is interested in sports or excelling in sports or something of that nature but what does the person wear who's interested in the, the inner journey and applying our type of philosophy to life in general like how do you signal that you know you there is nothing obvious there so I thought this could be, I, I would like to have that. And I would like to show people that I, I believe in when, it, when I face struggles in my life, I really want to go within and learn about myself and do some self-exploration, you know, and, 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 and that's the community I want to be a part of. I have not introduced this yet, uh, but at some point in 24, we will learn more about like this. So yeah, I will show you this. I'm wearing this, uh, this hoodie now with like the NATO compass that I, that I talked about maybe, maybe mainly on Instagram. But there's this onion here, which kind of symbolizes the, the layers of the, the inner journey. And then we have like the compass in general is about courage, kindness, inwards, onwards. And then the two arrows, which are from like Buddhist philosophy, the first arrow, the second arrow. And at some point, I want to talk to like a local print shop about creating like a maybe t-shirts, hoodies. And, and you know, for anyone that doesn't want to purchase one, I'm also going to leave the watermark somewhere on the internet so you can just take the watermark and put it on whatever you want if you want to <laughs> be part of this if it sounds interesting to you but this is on my mind and maybe not for 2024 but hopefully in 2024 and maybe later that'll, that's another initiative i'm thinking about and now the, finally the courses and this one i think i think can be really really valuable for the community and really nice and i created this like mini course uh, you know for for somebody who wants to to somebody who's new to our teaching and wants to kind of get a kind of summary of like the key teachings for insomnia right if, so i created this like free mini course and i intentionally made it like brief like bite-sized and i was like wow this is really nice you don't necessarily need a, a 15 minute video when you can do a four minute video on one topic and then a three minute video on another and, and then and you combine them into like five videos with the total play time of 25 minutes that really focuses on something, right? So I was like, this could be really helpful for so many of the things that people in our community ask about. For example, medications, creating a like a, a mini course 
on medications, how to wean off medications, how to think about that. That could be one. Or another one is like momsomnia, somebody who's just become a mom and has trouble sleeping, like doing a mini course on that. Or a mini course on somebody who's like an athlete, an athlete with insomnia. Like, what do you think about there? And so creating like a catalog of these mini courses is something I really want to do for 2024. I think that'll be really nice. Those are the initiatives. And that actually concludes 2023's State of the NATO Nation. And I want to say that at this point, definitely the State of the Nation is strong. I think we're doing very well. And I'm really excited about everything that's going to unfold in the next year, 2024 and beyond. And with that said, yeah, let's conclude here. Wishing you a very peaceful end to 2023 and a wonderful 2024. Thank you for being here and look forward.